0: This is the Mighty Quinn. Warning, you guys. This podcast is explicit. Yes, it is adult content. Yes, it's not for kids. The views and opinions are by us and nobody else. So, if you're looking for something without adult content... I suggest you go somewhere else. Bye now. i <laughs> hello all you party people out there in Doerland. this is the mighty Quinn the host of the Winter basement welcome you welcome you back welcome you back to my podcast studio in my backyard <laughs> yes this is uh episode uh number twenty seven yeah i i i i i i um don't have any really great news but uh i uh figured uh we'd try out some of this new equipment and see how we sound out there in new orleans we are from the northeastern side of utah yes the armpit we also are the first and official podcast of the northeastern side of the winda basin so nobody else there nobody else is out there Competing against us. Yep. Um, we're going into a holiday. Turkey Day on Thursday. What a wonderful time, huh? Home of a uh, home. I guess uh, it's a... Uh, I'm doing Turkey Day at my house this year. I have a floating holiday on Friday away from work. I'm way ecstatic to have some time off. This is my favorite holiday of the year. Um, it's still a little bit warm out here. It's still, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I still got a green lawn in my backyard right now. So I, it was 16 degrees this morning when, uh, I, uh, started up my, uh, pickup truck to go to work. So just to give you a, t- uh, kind of a guideline, but I think we got up to 48 degrees today. So yeah, it sucks. Winter's just right around the corner, but, uh, I figured, uh, I try something new on this one and, uh. I'm gonna bring in uh mr Jason Osler if he'll answer his phone and see how this uh works on the soundboard here and see if he can talk some show tunes or tune in on tune we 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 need a proper name you so you guys get out there and let's uh check it out try to uh ring him right now and see what happens so we'll we'll get him on the old speaker, if it goes through. Hey, Jason Osler, are you there? You up and running? You out there in Newerland? Yeah. Hey, there you are. I just put you on the recording, so don't say anything foul. <laughs> What's happening, dude? Okay. Well, I might, I might lose you. I'm going over the point of the mountain. Oh, so I might. God damn, you Salt Lake folk are all what? the same. It's all about the point of the mountain <laughs> out there. I know. Well. The good thing about it is these gravel pits
1: are slowly tearing it down. They're just going to bring Salt Lake and it's going to be just
0: flat. Yeah, and God damn it, you won't, you'll not you will definitely run out of earth out there and, and uh, there won't be a point of the mountain anymore. No, there's not. <laughs> well, how am I sounding? Oh, it sounds good. Perfect. You're coming in loud and clear here. Uh, yeah, I'm just sitting in the backyard by myself. I'm doing a little solo podcast. I figured we can... Uh, bullshit about some music you know because i know we similar we we like similar artists out there and, and what a good time
1: what i said i was gonna i lost there for a second
0: oh look how this is going to be good old technology <laughs> get out the city and and uh go live and you break this up isn't a... flawless because cell phones suck yeah so cell phones yeah. suck poorly poorly definitely yeah uh no we were just uh talking earlier about you know how cool 90s bands were and and uh how that we like uh some of the old country from the 90s too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, we Well do- yeah,
1: I mean I mean you kind of I think a lot of stuff you know, they it's been so long ago now that you kind of forget who came out, you know, popped up in the 90s. Like superstar Toby Keith still killing it thirty years later, you know. Like Tim McGraw, I mean Tim McGraw's an actor, ain't right? he does more acting than singing. He's got a new series coming out. Uh a prequel to the Yellowstone series uh-huh. um eighteen eighty two or something like that. Uh,
0: gotcha.
1: I think I think that's what it is. It's kinda of like a prequel, kinda of goes back to the like yeah, Tim McGraw Faith Hills in that. Saw that last night on Paramount. Um oh, shit. Yeah, Tim McGraw's doing a lot of acting now. Yeah, or he has. I mean, I mean, hes hes
0: great. He's great. I mean, when you pretty got versatile, when you got Faith Hill as your wife, I think that you could—you can pretty much sell anything, couldn't you? <laughs> yeah, those,
1: they got Faith Hill as your wife. You can do anything you need to.
0: I <laughs> <laughs> guarantee that his uh, pickup truck is not jacked up. It's probably yeah. the, the real deal. He's like, this is my sports car, baby. Stock. I don't need to talk two wheel drive fleet truck with Tim McGraw drives now. Yeah. They go Tim, what do you do?
1: He goes, made a pay bill. Like, all right.
0: <laughs> so uh yeah, I kinda wanna do this little solo episode, try it out with uh with uh you know, it's not solo with you, but uh I have no idea what to name an episode that we talk about uh just good old music, you know. Uh uh-huh. so if you, uh, you can think of something really good to name it, then we'll go, we'll definitely go with it.
1: <laughs> Are you recording now? Oh, yeah. We're, re, we're, yeah, we're oh, recording. Okay. Yeah, we're recording. Well, like I said, I was going over the point. I didn't know. Mm-hmm.
0: I was like, just so, don't say anything really bad, a little racist or anything because you know how this is. Oh,
1: don't <laughs> do no, nothing racist. I, I I work tirelessly to not be racist every day. <laughs> That's what I do dump trucking and not being racist. Jesus.
0: Yeah. So, uh, I remember at high school, you had on the back of your vehicle, didn't you have something for Brooks and Dunn? Oh, yeah. Uh,
1: a sticker. I can't remember. Something about boot scooting. I don't remember. Boot scooting, boogie? Well, something like that. Because we had – um. that was great. Because that was like – so that would have been like nineteen ninety ninety one.
0: Mamma uh, Yeah. Yeah,
1: no, 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 no. It it was their first. It was their first album, Brooks and Dunn. I don't think it had a name, but yeah, My Maria, uh, Boots, Scoot and Boogie, obviously Neon Moon, uh huh, Lost and Found in the Border Town. I think was on that one. That was a great album. Oh, yeah, that was one of my favorite albums. Like a Lost. That, oh, that was yeah. uh, the concept. I love that song because the concept of that is so awesome. If you really listen, to listen to the words, Quinn, but. Look at these girlfriend's like lost town in the border town, trying to find a diamond, like, trying to find a diamond ring at a lost town. <laughs> we ain't seen anything we, ain't, we haven't seen anything. No diamond rings here. What are you talking about? Like, no, Yeah, no shit. Nobody's going to tell you they've seen her. Are you kidding?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I always thought so, it was. So, but that was, what that? I just thought it was about a, a, a Mexican, uh, tijuana whore down there <laughs> well yeah
1: you're you're down in tijuana and they go hey you guys got lost and found i've lost diamond ring you guys seen it they're Like, oh yeah yeah we got that here this one here six carat no problem yeah okay
0: oh hell yeah 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 they're really gonna fucking tell you <laughs> oh what other country, uh, what, what yeah. other country uh songs we had out there well
1: well i mean God, that was Toby Keith. That was, okay, so going back to Brooks and Dunn, we got to see Brooks and Dunn at the American Royal in Kansas City, Missouri on an FFA trip. That was the first time I saw Brooks and Dunn was there. And that was a blast. But like I said, we were 16, 17 years old when those guys came out. And then, uh, like, Toby Keith. Toby Keith has been around so long. Like, we forget about his first stuff. We saw Toby Keith. Oh, yeah. At the state fair. That huh. we come, we're walking in and he comes pulling in his tour bus. And we're like, he's sitting up in front. We're like, oh, my God. it's told me he's real pointed away, but it gives a salute, you know. And Yeah. That was, and then he comes out and he's wearing like his ropers and his jabot jeans or some shit and thing. <laughs> we're like, oh, God. Should have been a cowboy. Might die an half. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Should have been a cowboy. Love to rope and ride. We're not yeah. sexy. Whoa. What's lyrics. the rest of the lyrics
1: on that well, man, one? The 90s. And then we were also talking about, like, so you talk about Toby Keith, you talk about Tim McGraw, Faith Hill, Shania.
0: Uh-huh. Oh, Shania. The
1: ultimate Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks, oh, Garth Brooks is a phenomenon in the world all by himself. So I'm not even going to talk about Garth Brooks. No, if you don't uh, know about Garth Brooks, check your pulse, because... That's just it. But a lot of the bands that I love that have kind of been forgotten about when we hit on this, the Tractors, the Kentucky Headhunters, and Confederate oh, Railroad were yeah. my all-time favorite bands. Yes. And you know, the this story about Confederate Railroad.
2: Uh-huh.
1: People were so fucking sensitive that they were protesting Confederate Railroad because of the name Confederate Railroad. They, uh-huh. like, canceled them out of a, a county <laughs> fair... Like in, um, I want to say Illinois last summer or somewhere like that. I don't remember the state, but it happened. And the guy, uh, the Confederate Railroad, like, yeah, well, we'll just give your money back. Like, no, we're not keeping anything. Your guys' loss, not ours. We've made our money. Yeah. If you guys want to, you know, Confederate Railroad, it has nothing to do with anything. It's an awesome band, awesome songs. One of the hardest uh, country songs if you listen to it, is their song um, "When You Leave That Way, You Can Never Come Back"? Uh huh. Oh, listen to that
0: one! Holy cow, that's a that's a that's a hard that's a hardcore song. Yeah, I never really did get For, into into the Kentucky Headhunters, but didn't they play Duchesne County Fair? Or? I don't know the answer to that one. Okay, yeah, and I don't I even don't know. I mean, a back. lot of
1: those I uh. Not while I've been alive, that I could think of, that I lived,
0: that I remember, they ever come. Charlie Daniels band, wasn't it? Uh, The yeah, I don't. They played D. (sighs) Shane. It seemed like they did years ago. God damn, that had to have been twenty. Oh yeah.
1: I don't remember. The last one I remember that they played, um, recently was uh, that played there was not. Not Lee Trevino. Um, oh, God, I'm going to beat myself. to death.
0: I think of his name. <laughs>
1: give me that. Give me that, wink. Who that? what the hell is his name? Um, oh, my hell. See,
0: and you're, you're talking to somebody that probably has uh, followed enough country that it was anything of the charts.
1: Oh, okay. So, Neil McCoy played uh, Duchenne County Fair a couple years ago, and he was another 90s guy that came out um, – but man, man, we were talking you know, about nineties, man. There's just all these different groups, and we went down and bought their tapes. Yeah, we went down to Doyle's Electric and <laughs> bought their tapes on yep. the back wall of Doyle's Electric in the heart of Roosevelt, <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. Main, Main Street Roosevelt.
1: Yeah, you hear one song, and not you know the, these these kids now. We were kind of hitting this about this, did they? You would hear one song on the radio. And it could have been, you know, Boots, Coot, and Boogie. Like, oh man, that song, that song kills. You run down, you go buy Brooks and Dunn, the yep. tape. You buy the whole album, you get all eight, 10, 12 songs, whatever was on it. Uh-huh. And that you had to listen to that whole song and go, oh man, I love Boots, Coot, and Boogie. And you go, oh man, here's Boston Found in Borktown. Oh, here's My Maria, you know, whatever. Uh-huh. Like, oh, uh, Toby Keith, you know, you hear Should Have Been a Cowboy or whatever. Yeah. Um, Joe Dippy. You know, you hear John Deere Green, like, oh, man, that song, oh, that's kind of a cool song. We got a water tower in our backyard and whatever, and in you John go down and you go. John
0: Deere Green <laughs> on a hot summer There's an awesome night. song.
1: Uh, I know you don't listen to country, but Jason Aldean does a cool one called
2: 1994. Uh-huh. Well, and it references Joe
1: Dippy through the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But that's, Joe Dippy was huge, 1994. You guess, yeah, Jason Aldean's 1994. Okay, he's singing about Joe Diffie. <laughs> yeah. It's just funny. It's just a cool reference song with Joe Diffie, which uh, Joe Diffie actually passed away uh, last oh, year from COVID. Hell yeah, he's, good hell, Joe Diffie. Um, but yeah, that was cool, he You know, like I said, you get one or two, uh, you get these new and that was so goddamn. It seemed like a, there was a new artist or band coming out like every six months. Yeah, in the rock world. In the country world, you know, and you, oh, yeah. you'd hear them, you know, things of '90s, like who come out in the '90s that we
0: list, like uh, Slaughter. Oh yeah, uh, and I've seen House. Slaughter like three times, and you know what? Every time I see him, it just brings back nostalgia. It's like I, the, one of my, uh, I seen Ozzy Osbourne play with Slaughter, and yeah. and Ugly Kid Joe, and Ugly Kid Joe opened up for him, and great concert it was 1992 when i saw slaughter and and, i mean our football highlight reels and everything was put up to uh acdc and slaughter i mean i can't take any of that back watching those highlight reels that was so much fun you know and (laughs) to the bands that we went to school with you know and and when, when i hear them now it just brings back all those memories
1: yeah you know uh the other day, the wife and I, she was Missy, was asking me like your top five favorite bands, your top five favorite albums, and I'm like top five favorite art, artists or whatever, and I'm like, as everybody knows, I'm going Aerosmith, Cinderella, one and two, yeah. um, but then I had like say Motley Crue maybe or but like my number uh, four and five was Hank Williams Jr. and Sawyer Brown growing up.
0: Oh Sawyer Brown! You no know, yeah,
1: Sawyer, yeah. Sawyer Brown, Sawyer Brown so damn awesome. But what was fun about those guys? Like we, we actually got to see a lot of shows, a lot of country shows. Anyway, came to Vernal, yeah, to the Western Park. Mm-hmm. So we got to see uh, Sawyer Brown, uh, Billy Dean. Billy Dean was huge in the nineties.
0: Yeah. And,
1: um. He was. He was awesome. Chris Ledoux. Uh,
0: Chris Ledoux.
1: Oh, yeah, God, Chris LaDue was, he was, really? <laughs> Chris LaDue, Chris LaDue brings back a memory of the story that involves, it involves, it involves me, you, and the Ford Probe.
0: Oh, the Probe.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All I'm going to say is we walked out of there with a bottle of tequila and the Chris LaDue CD or some shit and say, I don't know how we did that, but we, <laughs> Got the we great... kind of, we kind of we yeah. kind of lifted some stuff from those unsuspecting cougars.
0: got some we got some uh booze and i think it was like off off shelf booze that was like on the discount aisle or something oh yeah it was it was like like not a montezuma's revenge tequila or something like that it was that and then it was like uh a licorice (laughs) Liqueur, <laughs> It was not yellow. good. It was God, nothing yeah. like Jagermeister. It was yellow. It looked like mellow yellow.
1: Oh my God. It was awful.
0: <laughs> but we scored. We, we scored good. It, oh yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Especially when you're underage and you get that free booze. That was the way to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually oh, having man, a cold, cold, cold beers. We speak right now.
1: Well, I'm blazing up Bangor Highway, my dump truck right now. So
0: Yeah, you better not be having any beers with me, but uh, I'm glad that you're uh, rolling hard, Quinn. (laughs) Trucking it up. Trucking it up for the folks that are wondering who the hell is this asshole honking at? (laughs) Give them the number one. Yeah. (laughs) No, I. I, What else happened in
1: the 90s that was fun? A lot of. Like the the Green Days and the Sublime and and who are we talking about? Candlebox, Down Garden,
0: Goo Goo Dolls, Goo Goo Dolls, Bush, Bush. Yeah, I oh, you man. know Collective college. College over college
1: anthem. College anthem albums for me. I mean we uh, we had all those albums.
0: Mister Jones and me. Oh, good shit, there, man. County Crows. Oh, and, and one my son pointed out the other day. Yeah, you listen to. The Blues Traveler. Yeah. Shit. Uh, do you remember. Blues Traveler? W- yeah, Woodstock 94, the uh, album. It's a two-disc set. I actually have it in my Toyota Tacoma right now when we go hunting. <laughs> it, it doesn't have an MP3 player, so we listen to Woodstock 94. From yeah. uh, Philadelphia. Live! Oh, yeah, I remember. And do love. Oh, my God. A God. How
1: about <laughs> how about Smash Mouth? Oh, yeah. Somebody once told me this <laughs> song's
0: going to be played to death and it's going to be <laughs> in your dreams and in every movie you see from now until 2001. And Smash Mouth was one of those bands that uh, he did it on a, somebody pissed him off and says, do you think he, he was a uh, record producer? And Oh, really? So they bet him. He couldn't produce a number one album, and he's like, You got a deal. He
1: didn't. He goes, I got this one song,
0: (laughs) but then he got all the Shrek soundtracks. And I mean, after you get the Shrek soundtracks, I mean, uh, that wasn't Disney, that was Pixar, wasn't it? I don't know, yeah. Well, see,
1: I don't listen to hip hop anymore, Quinn. I couldn't, (laughs) (laughs) I said the hip hop, the hip hop hippie. Well, okay, so that Smash Mouth song, wasn't that even in Shrek? Yes. Okay, well, I think of it from the movie, uh, oh, shit. Uh, Scavenger Hunt, or no, not Road Trip. Okay. Uh, Rat Race.
0: Rat Race. The movie Rat
1: Race, have you ever seen that one? Uh Uh-uh.
0: I probably have, but I I fall asleep. where
1: Where they have the bet that they have to bet that you can't, that they had to get from, say, Las Vegas to Miami or something like that, and they're racing.
2: Uh-huh.
1: And, and it's uh, John Cleese, and uh, John Lovitz is in it, and Seth Green. Oh, And Seth Green. <laughs> Mr. Bean is in it. Mr. Yeah. Bean is oh, in yeah. it. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, shit, that kid, he was from uh, Road Trip. The kid and Stifler? Elizabeth Smart. No, 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 no. The guy that they're going to save his girlfriend or whatever. Yeah. And anyway, he's in it, and but it's a bet on a bet, and they they pick these people at random, and they bet, and they go, "Hey, we want you to go for a race from here to Tucson, Arizona, or whatever." Okay. And he goes, and and you, Mark, get set, go, and they're all just sitting there, and he goes, "Go, this has begun, go," and they're like, "What?" So they and, they, and they, the whole thing takes place. Well, then in the meantime, the people that are betting on them are actually they have. Uh, it's a goddamn funny show, Quinn. At the end of the movie, <laughs> they play Smash Mouth. That song is on. Somebody and just else whole, told me, "Yeah, ain't the heart who in the – Yeah, that one.
0: And, oh, classic uh, though. It was a classic. I know.
1: Uh, who did who? Mark McGrath. Who was he?
0: Mark McGrath was. uh sugar ray oh yeah yeah and that was and that good, good stuff, too you, you remember man. hanging out at the vortex which we called the kotex back then oh god with the cages and shit yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's where i first heard uh mark mcgrath uh sing with his sugar ray i just want to fly oh yeah put your arms around me baby yeah yeah oh jesus that's yeah. And rage. Yeah. Rage against the machine at a dance club. Kill him in the name of opponent. Man, when that I hit, saw- it was like riots. But we all got along back then. It wasn't bad. We just. Oh, my God. Basin boys wanting to pick a fight. Oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah.
1: Um, I saw a video of Rage Against the Machine they first came out. They were just like, we in like polo shirts and khaki pants playing at some county fair. Yeah,
0: that sounds about right. <laughs>
1: and they're like, we'd like to thank our fan Trent for coming out and supporting us tonight. <laughs> <laughs> One dude standing there, he's in his pockets. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's um, awesome. Oh, man. You know who I uh, I didn't realize it was? And I had listened to this song a thousand times. I, for some stupid reason, thought that it was a, a, a ZZ Top song or something. Okay. I didn't realize it. But Clutch. Um Domino uh I can't I don't know the name of the song. Okay. The band is called Clutch.
0: Yeah. yeah, That song
1: kills. They play it on K Bear out here all the time, so
0: Zero One One, Zero One One. Yeah. Yeah. Um
1: K Bear one oh one.
0: This is the Bear. Howdy, baby. Yeah. Evan Lake the Waterman. Yeah. I remember when he used to be and then they moved him out here to the basin. Uh Charlie did on X ninety four point three, which he probably doesn't listen to this anyway, so I ain't worried about him getting pissed off that we're talking about him on our podcast and drawing uh listeners. Oh my god. <laughs>
1: remember remember Tommy
0: Winters? Tommy Winters.
1: On the Tommy Winters was on the what was the rock station Elnfernal back then? Ninety 90-
0: 8. Ah, Ninety eight
1: point five, 5 the Fox. That is and Tommy Winters was on there yeah. back in the nineties. Yeah. And I was like going, I was trucking up in Idaho and he came he was up in he was DJing up in like Pocatello or Blackfoot or somewhere one that one day. I was like, Oh, Tommy Winters from <laughs> Fernal
0: uh-huh. <laughs> it, It's fun. amazing. You know, I mean, we I went through listening to Fred Brown and Hawkeye. Uh, uh, years, you know, I worked at, uh, the legendary white system muzzleloaders here for, uh, a couple of years and we had uh-huh. older guys. And I mean, I, I've sat in my area and listened to my own music, probably got a little bit out of hand and got loud because I was just a rebel without a cause. But, uh, uh, we listened to a lot of canning you, the classifieds came on every day and nobody mm-hmm. anywhere else in the world has classifieds from the 1950s. Do they still do that? Yes. Every day. Holy shit. Jen Rook um actually runs it now. And occasionally Hawkeye's back. He he retired like twice and keeps coming back. <laughs> and Fred Brown's no longer with us. Um uh last time I seen Fred Brown was at uh Earl Thomas Conley concert over in Western Park Arena oh. in Vernal. Uh huh. And he got so damn drunk. He fell off stage. Not Ernie Brown, but Earl <laughs> <Harold> Thomas Conley. Not <laughs> Fred Brown. Yeah, Fred Brown wouldn't uh, swear if he had a m- mouthful of shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: What's in your mouth, Fred? <laughs> uh, but yeah. his bold voice that we grew up on. And to take back albums from the community and actually play vinyl records, um, the AM twelve fifty. Now nobody listens to AM anymore, but out here, out here, (laughs) yeah. Well, and the thing is, is they put a sister station together. It's ninety three point three, and it's an FM, so Uh, you you can actually listen to AM twelve fifty in stereo. Now they're going to play mono music because it's all off old vinyl, but to listen to some of the relics that were back from the forties and up. Oh, geez. Man, and that's the country that I can actually enjoy. My buck, it's got a hole in it. Can't buy no beer, you know. It's the old country <laughs> twine. I hated it for years. Hated it.
1: Hey. Yeah. As long as they're playing Eddie Rabbit, I love a rainy <laughs> night. I'm in.
0: I love – you remember, uh <laughs> Mr. – shout out to Mr. Uh, Alan Mortensen or out there in New Orleans. You know, um, oh. I, I doubt that he listens to this, but uh, uh we – his uh, stepfather growing up was Randy Knight, and we used to sing yeah. that song secretly behind his back. I love a Randy Knight. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I
1: just... Alan Morton, one of my favorite people of all time, he yeah. just call him. Yep, shout out. We could, <laughs> we could do a
0: conference call one of these days and just uh, do something on this I just had my song. buddy
1: Colin. Yeah. I just had my buddy Colin. He just called me. I should have patched you. We should do a three-way on this. We'll say, hey, Colin, welcome to the show. Yes, <laughs>
0: And the, and the audience out there, I do like a good three-way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you, me, and this sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> but no, uh, uh, you know, I'd like to do this segment uh, quite a bit, you know what I mean? It doesn't have to be a long two-hour project, you know, just something to get out there and just have a little quickie in the middle of the week for people to listen to and go, oh, I recognize those voices out there in New Orleans.
1: I know I'm not going to be able to driving home i'm not gonna be able to get drunk and be slurred by the end of
0: it <laughs> maybe that's a good thing maybe we can remember uh,
1: everything i don't know yeah i'm feeling feeling good quinn's feeling pretty good Suns <laughs> in my eyes but other than that i'm all
0: right yeah well i'm glad to have you on here tonight it uh is a definitely a refresher i'm r- oh, r- running out of my recipes, and, and <laughs> <Your> recipes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well you know uh, you Quinn, gotta you gotta quinn's try to recipes. target you got to target a different kind of crowd once in a while. Let's get the female That's crowd right. in here a little bit and try Cooking to get everyone. <laughs> my culinary coal. Cooking <laughs> my culinary <laughs> coal. Quinn's culinary corner. <laughs> Quinn's culinary corner. Not to be confused with cornhole. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ.
1: Fun game. Fun game. Good for Aww. ages nine to, nine to 90.
0: Yeah. What is it? The pussification of America. Did we take away the real horseshoes? I mean, I I don't think so. I got a thousand dollar pit back here and we've had two games. (laughs) I didn't know you had a pit back there. We should have gone pitch. We we were actually playing cornhole this weekend. Get this.
1: Or not this weekend, this summer. And uh, we were up camping and one of my nieces brought up her friends. It was like her birthday party or whatever. So she brought up four or five of her friends or something like that. There was one girl and I couldn't, I couldn't believe this was real. I did not believe this. We were actually trying to teach her how to throw underhand, uh, play cornhole. We had to teach her how to do this. Wow. and Bless her heart, she'd get frustrated, and I was like, "Hey, it's, it's all right. It's okay. We're gonna get through this." She practiced and practiced and practiced, and she'd go out there by herself and practice and throw and throw and trying to figure out how to throw. And like, I, I couldn't believe this. She's like 12. I mean, she wasn't like she was 25. She was 12 years old, but I'm like, you can't you can't throw. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like looking at her, you know, that's the, you know, that's kind of something funny that I've noticed a lot of, uh, yeah. being, being from the base and grow, growing up, how we, you know, how we did and everything. And the amount of stuff that you can do, and I can't remember if we touched on this last time I talked, I mean, but anyway, the, the amount of
0: stuff that you can do without thinking about it, that other people just don't know how to do. No. And, and, and I, I was the same person when, you know, you get to the po uh, a point in the basin where you're like this place sucks dude there's no place to eat you know and you get in a slum and you're like should we move and then you start thinking about moving the city you're like i can't no i can't speed up everything because it's not me i can't go piss off my bat porch and shout out <laughs> shout out to my neighbors for having to deal with that, but uh, yeah. <laughs> they don't shout listen either. Shout out to my either. neighbors for not having a
1: spot with open binoculars in their window, <laughs> whatnot.
0: Yeah, but uh, no, there's a lot of things that we do benefit. You know, I'm 15 minutes from the mountains. You are right there next to the mountains. When was the last time you went up the canyons? You for know,
1: any particular reason, uh, I haven't been to any of these mountains around here like... Yeah. So you go up Big Cottonwood Canyon, Little yeah. Cottonwood Canyon, Skiing. East Canyon, yeah, Skiing. stuff like that. But snowbird, yeah, exactly. Well, I haven't been up there in years. Yeah, and so uh, we we jump in the vehicle, to, we're there. You probably know? when we last time we went up there for any kind of purpose. I think we got married up there. Last time I was up at Solitude, maybe uh-huh. that was nine years ago. I used to work up there a lot. That was fun, but
0: yeah. yeah that's I did some hiking hey, as a probably, young kid. Yeah. have some uh, traumatizing uh, stories about Lake Mary up there uh, sliding down the cliff and about dying when I was five. And I'm probably exaggerating it because I was five. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that uh, definitely is. Uh, uh, it's pretty airy up there. And we tried to get up there to the old uh, Oktoberfest, you know, and the pandemic's kind of shut a lot of that shit down over the. The last couple of years, but, uh, I want to continue up there. I love going to Oktoberfest and, and w- let's just get real. I like drinking beer. <laughs> <laughs> call, call it what it is. Can we go up there for an excuse to say, yeah, we're growing up because we're German or something yeah no, no. ancestry dot com changed a little bit of that one
1: percent one one percent of one percent does not make you a german yeah uh, i think i'm more well
0: i haven't done it uh my whole uh family's done it except me and uh and i'm they want me to do it just to figure out where their shit comes from my kids <laughs> whether it's their mom or their dad but uh I just haven't uh, done it you know i mean uh Might- I my, I'm, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, I'm pretty sure my dad's my dad. We kind of look alike. <laughs> Fuck. Um. Yeah, that's
1: like that. Yeah, my dad'd have a hard time getting rid of me too. They'd be like, "Oh, we're sorry, Gene. Nine thousand blood tests and two blind guys can see that it's <laughs> two blind guys
0: figured it he, out." He's African American. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have no idea. A black. <laughs> That's the greatest,
1: Richard Fryer. You mean I'm not white? <laughs> 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 Can't wait, which, or any which way but or any which way but any which way, way but from. lose. Yeah, him and Gene Wilder too. The greatest, but ball um, run. Uh, no, we'll come back to the. I want to ever tell you my <sighs> ancestry dot com story. No. Holy Christ So. Uh Misty's big into the gen uh, genealogy and, and tracing back and, oh, yeah. and this and that and the other thing. And so uh so a couple of years ago she got me the ancestry.com thing, so you know, you spit in the tube or whatever and you send it back to whatever and they figured it out figured it all out. Well, we're sitting there a couple of years ago, uh two, two and a half years ago, going on three years now, uh they I get this message from this girl saying, hey, uh, we're related. And I, okay, so when you do that ancestry, it's like, just to keep it easy, it's say one to a thousand, okay? And 50% or 500, your cousins, your cousins, <laughs> that, or, or your brother and sister at 50, at 500, no, let's see, cousins, you'd be about 500, okay? And then from down on there, second cousins like two hundred, and so on and so forth. Okay, well this girl comes back, and we are a match of like eight hundred matching, and gotcha. it's like first cousin, first cousin, second, first, first cousins. And I'm thinking, what the hell? So I message this girl. And I go, hey, I I got a message. I got it says you're related to me at a high rate, but it says you're my first cousin, but I don't have any first cousins. You know, I have first cousins in California, but you're not it. I know who they are and I know where they are and come to find out, we we went through this whole thing for a while, come to find out that uh, back way back uh, my mom was with somebody else and she got pregnant and gave the baby up for adoption and the, the, the girl that I was talking to was the daughter of the mother is my half sister is what we found out. To the I was like, Oh my God, what a trip. Wow. What a trip. Yeah. That's totally like, crazy, man. <laughs> oh, I know. And then we, we look at the pictures and, and I know her and, and I've seen pictures of, her. I haven't met her. She lives in Southern California, but, uh, but it was just crazy that, that all that come about through that, and and it, it's it's a whole other story. I mean, there's a lot more to the story than that. But just just through that little bit, like holy shit, you know? Because like I've got a half brother that lives in Minnesota, but other than that, I don't have any siblings. And then I found her, and I was like, oh my god, this is exciting. But yeah, that's uh, ancestry that can either make your break yet. <laughs> it was,
0: yeah, it's funny how those stories are like you're not my dad. <laughs> yeah, nope. no kidding. We narrowed it but down. No, gonna... We narrowed it down to the football team, but uh, one of yeah, them no, guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, That's I,
1: a... I know the story where where two twin brothers banged the same girl and she got pregnant. And the bitch of that was they couldn't figure out which one was which. <laughs> <laughs> it was?
2: Oh. That's actually
1: a friend of mine daughter that that happened to him like oh shit that's luck oh I love it yeah not a lot to love there but a lot of
0: (laughs) whoops yeah oh (laughs) Oh, shit yeah so yeah
1: oh man you talk about Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder holy cow can you imagine those guys the movies they made back in the day oh shit now oh my god
0: Blazing Saddles oh was Gene Wilder in it
1: was Gene Wilder in Blazing Saddles, he out of your mind? That's worse than the Aerosmith fuck-up.
0: <laughs> no, I. it's been over a day or two since I've watched that, actually, uh, Blazing Saddles. Yeah, Gene and, Wilder's in it. Yeah. Um, Gods Must Be Crazy is one of my favorites, too, with Monty Python. Oh, with,
1: yeah. with uh, *Gods Must Be Crazy with uh, George
0: Burns? Yes. No, 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 no. The Gods huh? the gods Must Be Crazy, Monty Python.
1: You sure about that?
0: Oh, let's Google that shit. I'm pretty sure.
1: Well, well, um, it might have been Monty Python, but I thought I could have... Well, you, you're was.
0: talking about uh, Hello Devil, Hello God, whatever it was called with George Burns. I know who you're talking about. It was the Disney movie, actually. Um, but uh, the, the
1: Gods Must Be Crazy, 1980. Yeah.
0: Oh, I thought George Burns was in that. Yeah, see, I'm not all that dumb. <laughs> you don't remember watching the Coke bottle fall out of the plane and smack it? Yeah, the... I do. Okay. I do. Yeah, but they, they, they like beat the oh, the whole world. Hilarious, man. The gods must be crazy, too. Oh, yeah, it was like a, a damn... Uh, <laughs> it was like a documentary, like the Discovery Channel. Not the Discovery Channel at the time. It was National Geographic would sit and listen to it so yeah Yeah, no that was one of those ones i grew up with crazy crazy um blazing saddles you know i think i've seen it once or twice i'm guilty i'm guilty but uh blazing god yeah i need to actually sit down and watch it uh uh, there's so many other things that are on my you know christmas vacation is going to be like on a marathon here in a week or two so and but I've I've got, I watch them all bought, the time. I bought two copies of
1: Blazing Saddles. They had it at Walmart. <laughs> I bought two copies of it.
0: Stocking stuff. Five
1: bucks. <laughs> Stocking stuff. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Well, one person. Yeah. That's awesome. One person's gonna get it.
1: Maybe <laughs> I don't know. I haven't decided. <laughs> haven't decided yet. There you go. Maybe nobody gets it.
0: Yeah. Well. Bah, well, bah, bah. Blazing
1: Saddles is. Blazing Saddles is like one of the most, it would be controversial today. I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of racist humor, but it's going at everybody. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's a lot of language in it that I love the, I love the joke that they've edited it for TV and it's four minutes long or something like that. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh Yeah, you can't. I, yeah, yeah that, if that they edit it, it, it's going to be like a four-minute episode for uh, Blazing Saddles tonight, uh, edited for yours. We put it on uh, the Hallmark Channel, and so it's oh, going to take a half hour long, but by the time you listen to all the commercials. Oh, my God. <laughs>
1: TV sucks. It does. TV sucks. Oh, it, my hell. That's what uh, I was trying to watch. we Football games. We always football games or, well, uh, we were watching like any, any of the shows. Like, so we've been watching like most of America, I would assume I'm going to just say that cause it's easier, but, uh, the Yellowstone, that series, yeah, you know what, but my God, but you the guys commercial. Talk- huh. Oh that?
0: yeah. Oh, I was just going to say that, uh, uh, Yellowstone, I've watched the first episode just so you guys know that, uh, uh, Cody has brought it up and you have brought it up. And I was like, I got to watch this shit. So I have, I'm, I'm deep into the first episode. I'm going to continue watching it.
1: It, it It's good. Mm-hmm. If it's, it's good. It's entertaining. If you don't know jack shit about raising cattle. Oh, it, it's so funny because, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's, there's a few things like yeah. they, uh, they, they they try and, you know these shows, they try and work in a little bit of the dialogue or something like that, and they were oh, trying yeah. to convince, they're, they're trying to convince everybody that if, you, if that you're, first off, they said that the whole herd of cows had pink eye. If anybody do not know a pink eye, it's an <laughs> infection in the eyes, cows, blah, blah, blah.
0: Conjunctivitis. So they
1: said, the whole herd has pink eye, and the guy's like, well, let's run them through the shooting and doctor them. If we do that, they'll all get, we'll infect the whole damn herd, and they're like, no, that isn't how this works. That isn't even <laughs> close to how this works. Like we've had calves with pink eyes a have, pretty, yeah. No, yeah. oh my God. So <laughs> the whole herd had pink eyes. So then you see them out there wrangling and roping these eight hundred pound calves, heading in them, healing them to give them a shot. I'm like bullshit. That ain't gonna. <laughs> that ain't gonna happen. You guys are gonna get stomped to death. Yeah. <laughs> um, there was another one where they they pulled a calf. And then one of the earlier episodes, they pulled the calf, and they just jumped over the fence and ran out there and pulled the calf, just grabbed the hold of it and pulled it just like that. And I go, like, okay, well, that isn't how that works either. But, and then the calf just jumps up and runs off. Well, no, that isn't quite how that works, but whatever, Hollywood.
0: Yeah. Um, That's uh, my uh, wife's company. Uh, um, they drill water wells, and they've been doing that uh, blood and uh, – the, well they did it the show got canceled uh blood and uh blood and oil oh yeah And it was all based in morgan utah um a lot of
1: oil in morgan Utah. Yeah, <laughs>
0: tons of oil but the, the real estate <laughs> there is what they were looking for and uh uh-huh. this is another kevin costner um he was i
1: in, thought it was
0: don johnson yeah it was don johnson you're right oh you're 100 okay. percent right and i get kevin costner uh uh definitely confused because he actually spends a lot of time out here in Pleasant Valley hunting pheasants. Mm. And so we see him quite a bit when he's filming his Yellowstone show because Yellowstone is actually filmed a lot in Utah, Morgan and uh, Montana, I, I do believe.
1: Yeah. The, that ranch, I believe that ranch is somewhere in Montana.
0: Yeah. Or the panhandle of Idaho or something like that, where all the, Uh, brothers live (laughs) but uh no uh they uh would go out and they rented the rigs from my wife's company and uh they'd go out and act like they were drilling for oil well what you don't know about a water well rig is a lot different than a drilling rig. (laughs) massive difference now they've shortened up over the the years
1: the first part the yeah. size. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. and, and they're tripping pipe and all the oils coming out the top of it. And, and you're going, well, that never happens because we have uh, what you call BOPs, you know, blowout prevention. And yeah, so, oh, man, who is texting me? See, and I'm supposed to turn the, the sounds off, but uh, you're definitely going to get that on there. Somebody text me. Oh, yeah. It's all right when your wife texts you, isn't it? <laughs> I can. Yeah. Okay. Well, it makes good <laughs> good quality here. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so they were, oh, go ahead. They were drilling up there in Morgan and they filmed that show. And I don't even think it made it one season. I watched it, you know, but we got a director's chair out of it and everything that had my wife's name on it. It was, it was kind of cool, you know. And this, uh, Blind Frog Ranch, they also are a part of it drilling the boreholes that go into, uh, um the mine that's there or whatever the lost roads mine you know i i don't get too involved into it you know i mean i think it's great it's great for tourism in this area you know but i i don't think that it's uh <laughs> i don't think there's anything there
1: is, Except a bunch of old gilsonite mines or whatever the hell they got underground there.
0: Well, we had a lot of gilsonite south mining, but I imagine at one time it could have been a Spanish mine. It could have been them looking for copper so, or coal. You know, there's so much mining going on. We got a guy that pulls up a poor boy set up out there in south Mighton every year. And he just digs earth with a backhoe and puts it through a shaker. And then he adds water and he takes like a a little uh, uh, herb out of it or something, and you're like interesting, huh. but it's very rare. And he makes the money off of it. Now he doesn't wow. have any nice equipment, but the, you know, out there in South Mine, there, there's a lot of shit that happens out there. You know, so <laughs> the basin's an awesome place.
1: It's- you know what? Uh, I, I I before I forget, we'll get back to this day here. But last time I was there, we were talking about all our friends from forever ago. Yeah. And if I don't mention that I have been friends with Amber McMullen for over 30 years, she's going to cut my throat. So shout out to Amber and Wayne (laughs) McMullen.
0: Shout out to those guys. They're good friends of the family. Yes. Shout out. We'll see Uh, if she's listening. I love
1: Amber, but she never answers her phone. Yeah, I know how that works. <laughs>
0: that works. Uh, uh, anytime you want to get a hold of uh, the mighty Quinn, uh, I always answer my phone.
1: I know. I talked to you four or five times a day. it like,
0: <laughs> it makes our day go by.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. What else you gonna do? Driving up down these interstates hauling dirt all day long. Oh my gosh.
0: Yeah. Yep. So uh maybe we'll make you a regular on the show, Mr. Osser. I'll give you a phone call. I know you're remote out there and, and but it uh <laughs> it helps out, you know. I mean it, it helps out getting uh different guests and, and and different opinions. You know? What do you need an opinion on
1: now? I got opinions about everything.
0: Oh, I know. The opinions are <laughs> like assholes. Everybody's got one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nobody nobody wants to hear it. Yeah, nobody wants to hear it unless
0: they're warped. My dog, oh, my dog's God. interested though.
1: Oh, tell your dog. I said, hi,
0: <laughs> I got you. Roscoe. Jason says hello.
1: <laughs> he was just
0: up in my lap here just a second ago, but, uh, Oh, he's awesome. Yeah. I appreciate your, uh, your, uh, comments and, and thank you for being here with us.
1: Well, you're welcome. Good sir.
0: All right, buddy. So I guess I'm going to go home and do my thing. All right, buddy. You try drive all again tomorrow. You drive safely. And all right, uh, man. Well, yeah, since we uh, distracted you. So, <laughs> thank yeah. you for being on. I'm watching. I'm watching a float
1: plane land at this airport. Now that looks odd to me, but that's just a whole the, yeah. There's a float plane coming in. It's like ah, there's no water here. Uh- <laughs> Crazy to look at. All right, buddy.
0: All right, Mr. We'll talk, Osler. You later. All right, talk to you later. Right, Bye. See you. All right, thank you guys for. Uh, tuning in on this, uh, episode. Uh, um, I don't have any great recipes tonight to, uh, you know, just get out there and, uh, I can make one up for you. You know, um, I will tell you when you're smoking a turkey, take, uh, your, well, you got to get an injector, uh, an injector needle and, uh, Bed Bath Beyond or Amazon, wherever you guys get your, uh, syringes i've actually even got them out at ifa where they uh have uh cattle ones but you need a big enough needle that you can inject into meat and so what i do is i take a quarter cup of soy sauce and i add a quarter cup of water so it's not really salty i add some black pepper to it about a teaspoon i add some garlic about a teaspoon And some onion powder, about a teaspoon. All right, this is a good injectable. Oh, Oh, I take that back. I add a teaspoon of liquid smoke. Yes, we're putting it in the smoker, but we want that smoke flavor throughout the meat. Put that on your turkey, inject it, check on it every once in a while. But when you do open your smoker, you lose your heat. There's your recipe. Happy Thanksgiving. Episode 28 in the books.